Dinosaurs, everybody. Welcome to the Mary and Tom Show. I'm Tom. I'm Mary. This is our show. Yep. This is our 100th episode. Yep. Did you think we'd make it this far, Mayor? Yep. Wow. I'm glad you have that, that confidence. I'm sad that you don't. I mean, I did not have it. I just, you know, I, I just didn't really think, like, that we would get to 100 or not get to 100. Just, you know, kind of playing it by ear. I mean, when we first started it, it was more like, Maybe this thing will work. Maybe it won't. Seems to have worked. Yeah, I don't know whether it worked or not. It's just... People seem to enjoy it. Yeah, we, we have a person or two who listens. A few hundred people, babe. Oh, are we up that high? <laughs> we're up that high, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's pretty exciting. I didn't know anybody besides you and me, because we're the person or two. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I got that. <laughs> no, and uh, some of those people even sent us questions to answer for our 100th episode. Did they? Yes. Wow. In fact, you, you have a list of those questions... In front of you presently. They don't know this because they can't see it because this is an audio medium. But you actually have a list of of people and their questions. Yeah. Dr. Flanagan asks, is shrink wrap necessary? And this question has come up a couple times before. And when it was asked most recently on our our BGG thread, uh, it sparked a lot of discussion. And we're just looking at all of that and weighing our options and seeing what we'll do with it. Yorick asks... Is the subtitle for Dinosaur Table Battles staying? Yes, it is. However, I have to get Tom to add it to the game. It, he doesn't have it on there. I don't have it on the box, necessarily. It is the most important game in history, in prehistory, in future history. Oh, it's getting longer now. I don't in know. all history. I will see on the, on the back of the box. In no history. Back of the box. It does say that, that uh, Holland Spiel is also of carefully curated prehistorical games. Wow. Because usually it says carefully curated historical Watch me jump games. For Troy. What? What is this? You did not put the subtitle on. Okay, I will. I will add the subtitle somewhere on on the front cover in very small type. <sighs> you did put DJ Spinosaurus on the back. Did it? DJ Spinosaurus is in the house. Woo! And he's rocking it. Because the thing is. And I can't stress this enough. Dinosaur Tail Battles is ex- is essentially a very expensive present for you. Now, other people might buy it, and that's great. They can do that. The only customer I really need to please with this game is the one sitting right in front of me right now. So, okay. She wants Spinosaurus to be a DJ. I couldn't work in, like, a DJ special ability within the cards themselves. I didn't feel that there was enough fossil evidence to support that but i put that on the back of the box there's plenty of fossil evidence and not all of the spinosauruses are djs just that one that's in the game specifically is a dj there's some others where were you in school tom you didn't learn any of this stuff i mean in elementary school there was like oh it's dinosaurs and there's some dinosaur stuff but we didn't really get into detail on dinosaurs i kind of wish we had like, science class in high school would have been a lot more exciting. It was a lot less about, you know, chemicals and more about dinosaurs. Did you have animals in your science classes? What do you mean? In um, biology, we had a really long snake, and they lived in school when school was in, and then they would go home with the teacher or others when there was a break or during summer vacation. We had a, a monkey, I think it was a spider monkey, a snake, several other animals. I always felt sorry for them. Because they were stuck in the cages. It's yeah. very upsetting. We also, this was odd with, with our school, we had two interior courts. They were quite large courts, and they had a lot of plants in there. Tiny deer in one, tortoise, big tortoise in another one. They had other animals that I 
no longer can remember that, but that was in my high school. Now, I went to a different high school uh, in the same city. If I'm remembering correctly, it could just be my brain misfiring, but I believe there still were deer at that other high school when you went to in the courtyards when I was going to high school. I never went to that high school to see them, but I remember hearing from them because students from that school came to our school for half a day to participate in the video program, and they would talk about the deer. Okay, next question. Todd Carter asks, what's Tom's favorite game? Let go of my water. He's got my water again. You can't get your own water? That's my favorite game. Todd Carter asks, what's Tom's favorite game to play solitaire? What is your favorite game to play solitaire? I don't know. Uh, whatever one I'm working on. Really? It's not Dino TB? I prefer playing... Answer this question. <laughs> Very carefully. Very carefully. I guess it's nice for table battles, but uh, otherwise... Good answer. Otherwise, it's whatever one I'm, I'm working on presently, because I do a lot of solo playtesting before I inflict it on other people. But if that doesn't count as an answer, which I've been informed it doesn't, then the answer uh, is apparently Dinosaur Table Battles. Ed Tang asks, How is the process of working on Dinosaur Table Battles different than a historical war game? Liberating? Confusing. It occurs to me that you don't have the same kind of historical documentation and narratives that you are modeling for the scenarios. The thing about the Human Table Battles uh, series, which is what I've been informed this is going to be called from now on. Yep. Uh, we'll have to do a third edition now. We still do the second edition. We're going to do a third edition put Word Human on the box. This is this is confusing. With those and with war games in general, you know, I'm, I'm modeling specific dynamics and specific characteristics of, of units and terrain. And, you know, it's true, I don't have that. There is no historical scenarios for me to fall back on and it has to be a lot more flexible rather than having these defined relationships between these units this, this kind of web of interactions that table battles is very carefully built around i'm essentially asking the players to build their own web of interactions while drafting the dinosaurs in opposition to each other lots of different potential matches in dinosaur table battles not all of which are going to be you know quote-unquote symmetrically balanced but that's by design and you know, it's going to be a skill that the players have to pick up as to how to find cards that work well together, how to find dinosaurs that work well together, taking into account not only what dice they can accept. You don't want a bunch of dinosaurs to only take fives and sixes because then one, two, threes, and fours are no good for you. Uh, but also the different interactions, different reactions of the dinosaurs. So they're creating this little system, these synergies, and trying to pose the other players' synergies. And so it's more of a competitive thing necessarily a historical simulation narrative thing and it took a while to, to crack that nut as it were so i took so long to to make the game which apparently should have been finished day before you told me to make it yep thank you for being patient mary i appreciate that <sighs> yep but i've been very patient you've been patient with me for many many years 16 plus years yeah, yeah. scott muldoon asks bits creek best game or bestest game well it has tanks but does it have dinosaurs? I think you're right there, hon. It, it does not have dinosaurs. When Scott asked this question previously, uh, many, many episodes ago, the answer, of course, was, was that Bits Creek was the bestest game. But now that Dinosaur Tail Battles is coming into the world, well, it's not out yet. So for now, presently, uh, tentatively, Bits Creek is the bestest game, but it will be... Does it have dinosaurs? It will be dethroned when Dinosaur Tail Battles comes out. Joe Hardy asks... Brave Little Belgium is a good system. 
any future games with this same system. Well, we actually have one that will be releasing fairly soon, probably. That's uh, White Eagle Defiant, which is Poland in 1939. If Brave Little Belgium uh, could be your first war game, this could be your second game. So it's a bit of a step up from what Brave Little Belgium was, but still not terribly complicated. So right now we're just waiting on the map to be finished. Uh, Mark Mahaffey is working on the map. And I think Ryan and Dave, they're also working on a science fiction game with the same system, which we'll certainly be taking a look at. Sci-fi. Yeah. Hopefully with dinosaurs. You did tell them that there need to be more dinosaurs, and I think they're working on that. So your your, your mandates are being um, followed. Okay. Joe Hardy again, looking down the road. What solo games do you foresee coming from Hollenspiel? So there are two we have scheduled for this year. That's Stilico, uh, Last of the Romans. Robert Dulesky. Is a designer and is a sequel to his game, Wars of Marcus Aurelius. Um, and that's done, except we need to be able to print cards. There's another solo game coming out this year that's Aurelian Restorer of the World, and that's uh, in my you know three-cup system, whatever it's going to end up being called. Here's a Mary question. Y- yeah. When are we going to have a dinosaur solitaire game? Um, When's the first one going to be? The first one. What is the first one going to be? Yeah, um... That's a good question. I'm not going to make uh, any answer to that because I find when I answer something, even when I say maybe or I'll think about it, you you mishear it as a promise. And I don't want to put myself I'm, in this position. I'm going to make you do Dinofalia. That's just not going to happen. I'm sorry. That one's We're going to do Dino Gage. Dinosaur Gage. Yep. It's a pick up and devour game. Mm-hmm. Wish it doesn't work on it. We figured out that the stock market is going to be called stomp market the stomp market yeah. yeah so you know we're we're right we're right on schedule with that one i think now there are other solo games that we have in the hamper as it were uh there's uh nc which is my solo civ building game probably be sometime next year is shackleton supposed to be a solo shackleton will be a solo game in that kind of three cup sort of system and i think that'll be the next one i do in that system yeah, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to that one. Uh, yeah, I've also been looking at William the Conqueror, and and uh, so I, that might happen before Shackleton. I'm not sure. I want it to be good. Yes, I know. I've been waiting forever for Shackleton. Not forever. Yeah, you came up with this. A well, couple years ago. Yeah, it was a couple years ago. Okay. For sure, it might have been a little more than that. And then uh, Brad Smith is working on a game for us. Uh, called That Others May Live, which is... He also did NATO Air Commander. This is a different sort of game, which is about uh, combat search and rescue missions in Vietnam. And uh, we're very excited to be looking at that. Yeah, looking forward to that one, too. Quentin Wallet asks, Any info on the Cup Adjustment System games? Info on Aurelian and beyond? Any explicit coin game with the system? Like Spain under the Napoleonic yoke? Aurelian is one of the games we're going to be releasing this year. It's been done for a while. Like it, it was done a couple years ago, and it's just been finding the right time to release it. It's kind of in the middle between Agricola and Charlemagne. It has more going on than Agricola does, but not as much, and it's not as long as Charlemagne, given that uh, Aurelian's reign was very short. It was, uh, what, five years? Five years, yeah. And Charlemagne's was 40-plus. We'll be releasing that sometime this year, we're going to try to space it out so it's not coming out too soon after or before 
Stilico. They're both solitaire games set fairly late in, in the Western Roman Empire, and we just don't want people getting them mixed up. As we were mentioning before, Shackleton is on the docket. I might do a William the Conqueror game. Uh, Napoleon, I actually have a title in mind for a Napoleon in Spain game, but I don't know if I'll be able to do that. I don't really have the same grounding in the Napoleonic period that I would need to do a good job with it. The reason why I haven't done any kind of Napoleonics games. And also, in this way, I don't have to do like a, a dinosaur Waterloo because... I can just say, oh, I don't know Napoleonics, Mary. Oh, sorry, I can't do dinosaurs there. Okay, you're the one that mentioned Dinosaur Waterloo. Darn so it! you are doing Dinosaur Waterloo. Paul Klimstra wants to know, with the USPS upping international shipping rates again and again, what's the future for American companies trying to serve a worldwide customer base? I don't know. I mean, we just do what we do and uh, sell our games, and when the shipping rates go up, we charge more for shipping. We're just kind of doing what we're doing and uh, rolling with the bunches. Mason Sokol asks, What's your favorite train game? With Winsome Games stopping regular essence sets, is Hollenspiel interested in publishing more Cube Rail titles other than just Tom's? When designing a Cube Rails game, how can you tell when it is able to hit the table and out of brainstorm mode? Favorite train game? I like Chicago Express or Wabash Cannonball an awful lot. I'm also a big fan of Dual Gauge, which is the new one we have coming out. It's, it seems like a shameless plug, but I'm, I'm really enjoying the heck out of it, and it being the potential to, to be a system with multiple maps, it's there's a lot to play with there. Mary, what about you? Favorite train game? You play train games? Dino Gauge. Not out yet. Hasn't, we don't have a map or rules yet, but it's okay. I'm it's thinking about it. I'm looking forward to it. Okay, and the next question was about the Winsome sets so yeah. winsome is ending are, yeah so are we gonna fill that that void as it were you would like us to do more train games yeah i would definitely like more train games uh i mean they, they sell well and they have a, a different audience but i think a broader audience than the war games do necessarily um as far as other designers go uh, we're actually looking at a game from another designer uh cube rails game can't say more than that at the moment. There's a good chance we're releasing someone else's Cube Rail game sometime next year. Kind of the point of me doing Dual Gauge as a system, I thought, was that because I can release map packs, it would fulfill the requirement that you gave me to do a train game every year. Like, oh, I'll just do a map pack. And then you told me, no, that doesn't... That doesn't count. Doesn't count. I got to do a train game on top of that. But if we get someone else to do a train game, then I'm, I'm, I'm good no, for that year. you still have to... Oh, man. And then what was the last part of his question uh when is it ready to hit the table and out of brainstorm mode i mean really that's kind of the same for any kind of game that i do because uh, i generally don't start quote-unquote working on the game putting the rules together putting the map together etc until i have a very clear idea in my head of how everything works so i just kind of get the vague idea and then i just let everything kind of simmer in, in my brain until it's I can see it, I know exactly what it's going to be, and then I make that thing. Ryan Heilman wants to know how does the design of a rail game differ from the design of a war game? How does it differ? Well, you know with, with a rail game, I'm not really doing a historical game. It has a historical theme, 
and I might look at the history of railroads for, for the area where I'm doing it and borrow from that. So uh, if you had a lot of companies being run poorly and then nationalized, as was the case in Russia and in Austria, well, then I'm going to use that in, in uh, Trans-Siberian Railroad and then in the Austria map for dual gate. Really, train games are much more abstract. It's much more about the mechanics in, in a Euro sense rather than the quote-unquote theme. So it's my brain works a little differently there. I'm not necessarily trying to make an argument about historical conflict or, or systemic issue. I'm more just putting together these rules that I think will be interesting and fun uh, for different group dynamics. Uh, as a result, there's a lot less research involved and there's a lot less waiting for the idea to come together, generally. John Walton wants to know how development is going on the vote. It's going! I'm doing some playtesting with people. Uh, I sent out some playtest kits, I'm getting some feedback, and I'm making some uh, tweaks. It's getting there. We're still on track, I think, for our November release. In, in some ways, it, it's been faster than This Guilty Land because with This Guilty Land, I kind of established the, the core ideas. Now, in some ways, this game is inverting those core ideas, but I still had that foundation to build on, so it was a lot easier than trying to do something from scratch. Steve Jones, a.k.a. Blue Panther, wants to know if uh, we'll ever have guests on the Mary and Tom show. I don't know, Mary. What do you think? Um, do we have any dinosaurs uh, available? Can we get any? Occasionally cats will wander in and meow at us. Uh, occasionally there'll be birds outside. They'll make noise. Monster is a special guest. Yes. So we'll just have regular guests. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't know. Because I think kind of the, the point of the show isn't really to have, like, a show. It's more just you and me hanging out and me saying silly stuff and you rolling your eyes at me or slapping my hand away when I try to get your water. So I, I, I don't know if would ever really change that dynamic, especially because we've, we've done 100 episodes, so I think we kind of be jumping the shark. Now, if we had a shark on the show, that might be okay. Mm-hmm. What noises do sharks make? Do sharks make noises? Any noise they want. I am not going to argue with a shark. <laughs> Dinosaurs, everybody. <laughs>